Hello everyone, welcome to Thinking Mind Podcast, Sensibly Believing Since 33 AD. Hello everyone, welcome to Thinking Mind uh, page. Uh, this, is, will, this will also be uploaded in my podcast. Thinking Mind Podcast na makikita nyo sa Spotify, sa Anchor, uh, sa Anchor uh, uh, FM. So, so, ang topic natin ngayon, uh, as, as my episode 6 uh, podcast ko, is about the change in the law. Okay, the change in the law. Uh, kasi sinasabi sa verse, uh, Hebrews 7:11 to 14, that there was a change in the law. Sabi doon, uh, for when the priesthood is changed, the law must be changed. So when when kung may nagbago sa priesthood, there was it is a necessary it is a necessity nag magkaroon ng pagbabago sa batas. So ang tanong doon, when was that priesthood changed? Kailan na bago yung priesthood niyan? Ayon sa Hebrews 8 uh, verse 3 to 4, if he were on earth, nasa lupa pa si Jesus Christ, he would not be a priest. For there are already priests who offer the gifts according or as prescribed by the law. So, ang sinasabi ng verse, ang sinasabi ng verse, so long as he or Jesus Christ was on earth, he would not be a priest. For there are already priests who offer the gifts prescribed by the law. Now, yung anak, the son came down to earth and dwelt among us humans from the time of his birth up to the before his ascension. Meaning, during his period, although he will eventually become the high priest in the order of Melchizedek, his priesthood, while he was still on earth, was not yet effective. Kasi, yan yung sinasabi ng verse eh. During the time kung nandito pa siya sa lupa, hindi siya po pwedeng maging priest. So, yan yung sinasabi na. So, since this was the case, the Levitical priesthood, or yung old priesthood, was still effective during that period. So, during the period kung saan nandiyan pa si Jesus Christ, yung Levitical priesthood was still effective. And so, yung batas was not yet changed during this period. Meaning, since the Levitical law was still functioning, the law prescribed to be performed by the lineage of Levi was still required. So, so long as Jesus Christ was still on earth, yung law, prescribed by the Levitical law sa priesthood law ay kailangan pa, pang, kailangan pa rin i-perform sa lineage of Levi the question is what were what was the laws that only the lineage of Levi were allowed to perform ano yung mga batas na yun na kung saan ang lineage of Levi lang ang pupwedeng gumawa ang sagot dito ay yung priesthood law and all that relates to the works of the temple was given to the lineage of Levi, whereby the lineage of Aaron were to be a priest and the brothers of Aaron were to be the helpers of the priest. So, yan yung, yan yung tungkulin kasi ng, uh, ng, ng, ng priesthood. Ito yung, ito yung gawain nila. So, ito yung sinasabi sa Hebrews 18.1.4 kung babasahin nyo yung verse na yun. Uh, inassign sa inassign kay Aaron yung responsibility of uh, being a priest and then yung philo levites which is the brothers of Aaron sila yung naging katulong 
sila yung mga nagiging katulong ng pare. Sabi nga sabi nga doon, sabi nga sa Bear, bring your fellow Levites from your ancestral tribe to join you and assist you when you and your sons minister before the tent of the covenant law. Yan din yung sinasabi sa Numbers 18:5 to 7. I myself have selected your fellow Levites from among the Israels as a gift to you dedicated to the Lord to do the work at the tent of meeting. I am giving you the service of the priesthood as a gift. Anyone else who comes near the sanctuary is to be put to death. So, uh, strictly speaking, sa Old Testament, ang allowed lang na ma-perform ng priesthood duties ay ang lineage of Aaron, which lineage of Aaron, at ang katulong ng lineage of Aaron ay tinatawag na Levites. Ito din ay, ito yung mga kapatid ni Aaron na nag nagsisilbi sa kanila but all of them are in the lineage of Levi so in short ang um, priesthood and then the works in the sanctuary were only given in the lineage of uh, Levi so in return of this function in return of this work tithes of Israel were given to them sabi sa numbers 18:21-31 i give to the levites all the tithes in Israel as their inheritance in return for the work they do while serving at the tent of meeting you and your household me eat the rest of it anywhere for it is your wages for your work at the tent of meeting so kapalit ng trabaho binigay sa levites bilang pagtulong sa mga par- sa, sa priesthood and the line of Aaron yung tithes of Israel which 10% na na-produce nila sa land ay binigay sa Levi bilang sahod nila kapalit ng uh, uh, bilang sahod nila kapalit ng trabaho nila So now the law requires the descendant of Levi who become priest to collect the tenth from the people uh, from their fellow Israelites and even though they also are descended from Abraham so yan yung ni-require ng batas nakalagay sa Hebrews 7:5 Hebrews 7:5 na ni-require ng batas na ang descendants of Levi who became priests collect the tenth of, from the people. Yan yung obligation nila sa mga tao. Ikukulit nila yung tithes. And so, under the Levitical laws, ah, sa under sa Levitical laws, which was given to the lineage of Levi only, the following were required. Priesthood are to be in the lineage of Aaron, number one. Yung number two naman, the brothers of Aaron and their sons would serve as helpers of the priest and in return for this service, the tithes of Israel was to be received and consumed by them. So, yan yung kapalit ng trabaho nila sa pagtulong ng priest. And 10% of that, uh, 10% ay binibigyan nila, nila as offering to the Lord. Uh, sa, as offering to the Lord. So, yung number 3 naman, uh, under sa Levitical law, all kind of offerings uh, such as sin offering, burnt offering, are to be received and processed only by the lineage of Levi. This was their duty. So, yan yung, uh, yan yung function, yan yung mga batas na binigay sa lineage of Levi. But it so happened that the priesthood was changed. Binago yung priesthood, ayon sa sinabi ko kanina, pinakita ko na yung verse. From the Levitical priesthood, uh, from the Levitical priesthood, which is the old priesthood, Aaron priesthood, to priesthood in the order of Melchizedek, which is the order of Jesus Christ who apparently came from the lineage of Judah, to which there was no priesthood law that were given. Because of this, the law was changed. So, kasi si Jesus Christ nanggaling yan sa lineage of Judah. Under, uh, under the law, nanggaling siya sa by, uh, by lineage of Judah. So, yung applicability ng, ng batas na binigay kay Levi ay hindi applicable 
sa priesthood na manggagaling kay Judah kasi wala namang sinabi na wala namang wala namang nilista si Moses na regulation ng priest na manggagaling kay Judah kay 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 Judah so yan yung change yan yung change na nangyari all laws to which only the lineage of Levi can perform became not applicable to the new priest For this reason, all offering rituals, duty, uh, all, offer, all offering rituals duty, and the wages that comes along with it were anal. Natanggal yon, meaning even the tithes which was given in return for the work should also be anal. So of course, no work, no pay, since ang 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 tithes or yung ikapo ay kapalit ng trabaho inaatang sa kanila at tinanggal sila sa pagkapare. Ibig sabihin natanggal yung trabaho nila. Then, yung wages o yung kapalit ng trabaho na yun, which is uh, tithes of Israel, supposedly, wala na rin yun. Annulled na yun. Kasi no work, no pay. Alam namang pag nagtrabaho ka, tinanggal ka sa trabaho, may sasahuran ka pa. Pangit naman yun. Hindi ganun. So, pero ito yung tanong. But if Jesus Christ now is, in the, is the high priest in the order of Melchizedek, and Melchizedek, who did not came from the lineage of Levi, collected tithes of Abraham, mababasa yun sa Genesis 14.20 na kung sinabi and, and praise be to God most high who delivered your enemies into your hand then Abraham, Abraham gave him a tenth of, every, of everything Genesis 14.20 so kasi ang parallel ni Melchizedek ay si Jesus Christ at since si Abraham ay nagbigay ng tithes kay Melchizedek during, his, uh, during, the, uh, during the time of Abraham are we not supposed to also give uh, to Jesus Christ Uh, to follow Abraham footstep. Yan yung tanong. Kaya dapat ba natin gawin yon kay Jesus Christ? Magbigay din tayo katulad ng ginawa ni Abraham. Kasi in the order of Melchizedek din si Jesus Christ eh. The answer to that is yes. Okay? Ang sagot niya na yes. But remember that Melchizedek personally collected the tithe of Abraham. Ibig sabihin sa time ni Abraham, si Melchizedek nag-collect personally. Hindi dinaan sa priest under him kundi personally kinulek ni Melchizedek yung tithe ni Abraham. We Christians are not priest in the order of Melchizedek. Si Jesus Christ lang ang nasa order na yan. Hindi tayo priest in that order. Sabi nga, pero we are priest under Jesus, under that order. Hindi tayo yung priest na kakatulad ni Jesus Christ. Nasa baba niya tayo. Yan yung mababasa yan sa 1 Peter 2.9. But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. God's special possessions that you may declare the praises of Him who called you out of darkness into the wonderful light. 1 Peter 2.9 The question is, did Jesus Christ authorize someone under Him to collect tithe on behalf of Him? So, yan yung pinakatanong doon. Kasi dati, si Melchizedek nag-collect ng tithes kay Abraham personally. Ang tanong, since si Jesus Christ ay hindi present physically to present Uh, to collect uh, by himself yung ikapo. Nag-authorize nga ba siya under him to collect 10% in behalf of him? So, yan yung pinakatanong doon. Now, in the New Testament, sabi sa 1 Corinthians 9.13.15, In the same way, the Lord has commanded that those who preach the gospel should receive their living from the gospel. Okay, yan yung sinasabi doon. But, I have not used any of these rights and I am not writing this in the hope that you will do such thing for me for I would rather die than allow anyone to deprive me of this boast. 
So sinasabi sa 1 Corinthians 9.13-14 that the Lord commanded that those who preach the gospel should receive their living from the gospel. But Paul himself, Apostle Paul himself, uh, uh, Apostle Paul himself withdraw from this right. Sabi niya, I am not writing this in the hope that you will do such things. In fact, hindi lang si Paul. Sa 1 Corinthians 9.12, ang sinasabi doon, If you support others who preach to you, shouldn't we have an even greater right to be supported? But we, so we, have never used this right. We would rather put up with anything than be an obstacle to the good news about Christ. So we, sila, hindi lang pala si Paul ang, ang, ang nag-withheld or, or uh, nag-wave sa kanilang right. Mababasa din yan sa 2 Thessalonians 3.7-9 sinasabi doon, For you know that you ought to imitate us, gayahin daw sila. We are not idle when, you, when we were with you. We never accepted food from anyone without paying for it. We work hard day and night so we would not be a burden to any of you. We certainly had the right to ask you to feed us. May, may right sila. But we wanted to give you an example to follow. So, ang ginawa nila, we named nila yung right to be supported. Yung, to be supported. Para sana, gayahin sana sila. So, nag-sacrifice sila for their followers to be taken. Yan yung ginawa nila. So, since apostles waived their right, we waived nila yung right nila, used, did not use their right, did they go against the commandment of the Lord to live from the gospel? So, kasi sabi, yung kinaman sila, eh, living, live from the gospel. You are commanded to live from the gospel. Pero, we waived nila yung right nila. So, anong ibig sabihin nun? Sumuway sila sa commandment? Yan ba yun? Yan ba yun? Kasi sabi ni Paul, hindi ko, hindi, hindi ko gagamitin yung right na directly sumuway ba si Paul? The answer is no. Why? Because living by the gospel is not the same as requiring, requiring 10% so that a preacher may live from it. Okay? Hindi yan the same. Just because you owe, you are commanded to live by the gospels, you are not required to ask 10% para mabuhay ka sa, ten, sa, sa gospel. Remember that gospel is a way of life in which the apostle showed how one should live for us to imitate. So ang gospel is actually a way of life kung saan yung first apostles, yung mga apostles, pinakita paano mabuhay para gayahin natin. This way of life shapes who we are so that we become a living example of how one should live. This becomes our lifestyle. And in this lifestyle, we get our living so that everything we do daily is anchored to the gospel. So, yung gospel is a lifestyle. Okay, uh, You ought to live by that principle of, of lifestyle. For this reason, even when apostles did not use their right to receive personal support, rather they work while they preach for followers to imitate, they still receive their living from the gospel because their whole lifestyle is driven by the gospel so that even in their secular work, they carry with them the gospel which is Jesus Christ himself. So just because we need draw or we need nila yung rights nila to be supported and then instead work uh, they work while they preach it doesn't mean that they did not live by the gospel kasi ang gospel is a way of life it's a principles that drives how you should live your life and by the grace of this gospel you are living in it. Ibig sabihin, yung secular jobs mo, 
that uh, that uh, suppose that that should support that will support your uh, your duties as a, as a Christians ay pagpapalain niyan mabubuhay ka diyan kasi katulad yan ng mga apostles na nag-work sila uh, and that ginawa nila yan para sana gayahin natin so so yan yung sinasabi ng mga apostles na uh, we should imitate them let us not be a hypocrite na sabihin nating sila lang yon okay if apostles sacrifice themselves so that we uh, we followers ought to follow them then we should abide by that uh, by uh, we should abide them sundan natin yung example nila uh, ex- example nila they did not uh, they did not ask to be supported although if someone willing to give uh, for the cause then uh, it can be received for the cost not for the personal expense kasi ang ang common ang common uh, ang common uh, thinking about sa 10% or sa ikapo ay ibinibigay mo sa Dios binibigay mo sa Dios tapos ang Dios naman binibigay sa preachers o pastor bilang suporta sa kanila bilang sahod sa kanila no uh, in, uh, in, in, uh, in uh, ayon sa inotos ng Dios yung 10% na binibigay mo sa Diyos during the period of Israel yung ang utos niya ibibigay ang 10% sa Diyos at ang Diyos ang sabi niya ibinibigay niya yan sa Levites as their wage or as their salary kapalit nung trabahong uh, inaatang sa kanila na kung saan le, uh, uh, nung dumating si Kristo at nung nag-ascend na siya pinalitan sila Nung pinalitan sa kanila, yung pinalitan na, nawala na yung trabaho nila. Of course, damay doon yung sahod nila. Kasi tinanggal yung trabahong pagka-priest, kaya nga natanggal yung, natanggal yung mga offerings, natanggal yung mga rituals na yun. Kasi nga, ang pumalit as a high priest ay hindi subjected doon sa priesthood law of Levi. Kasi galing siya kay Judah. So nareset yun, natanggal. Yan yung nagbago sa batas wala nawala nawala sa nawala sa batas yun all the priesthood law all the levitical law kung saan uh, nag-o-offer sila ng mga burnt offering sin offering nawala lahat yun of course yung kapalit ng ng, ng paggawa nun, which is the tithes tatanggal na dapat yun ngayon inuulit ko kan uh, ngayon during uh, before the law si Abraham nagbigay kay Melchizedek si Melchizedek naman ay parallel kay Jesus Christ. Si Melchizedek, kinulek niya personally. Hindi siya nanghingi kay Abraham. Hindi siya nanghingi ng 10% kay Abraham. Nag-collect siya personally. Uh, nag, nag, tinanggap lang niya. Hindi siya nanghingi. Tinanggap lang niya. Nang, hindi nanghingi. Kinulek niya yun personally. And at the same time, since Melchizedek ay parallel ni Jesus Christ, si Jesus Christ, uh, supposedly, Magkukulig din siya personally, pero hindi siya present physically. So, ang katanungan nga doon, meron nga ba siyang binigay o meron siyang pinahinatulutan under him na magkulik in behalf of him? Apparently, ang sinasabi niya, kung gusto niyong magbigay sa akin, magbigay kay Jesus Christ, do this to the list of this. Ibig sabihin, kung, kung magbibigay ka sa kanya, magbigay ka sa mga nangangailangan kasi doon ka magbibigay 
Uh, sa pamamagitan nila, nakakapagbigay ka sa, uh, kay Jesus Christ. Hindi ko sinasabi na wag nyo kayong magbigay o i-withheld nyo o wag kayong magbigay. Wala akong sinasabi. It's, wala akong sinasabi na It's better to receive. It's better to give than to receive. And sinasabi ko lang, hindi tama na para makapagbigay ka sa Diyos ay magbibigay ka sa pastor. Hindi ganun. Ang sinasabi ni Jesus Christ, kung gusto mong magbigay kay Jesus Christ, you give to the least of this ibig sabihin sa nangangailangan yan yung sinasabi niyang yan sila yung inauthorized niya to collect in behalf of him so whatever you want to give to Jesus Christ give it to those who needs the most give it to do, to the people na nangangailangan then you are giving to Jesus Christ hindi hindi yung ibinibigay mo para pansahod upang wage, upang support sa pastor na supposedly nagtatrabaho kasi pinapagaya sila sa mga apostles. Okay. Ang, ang, isang, ang isang preacher, ang isang pastor ay katulad yan ng tatay, father. Sabi ko nga, yan yung katulad ng ama. Okay. As a father, as a father, uh, that in itself is your wage. Yan yung ipagmamayabang mo. You, that is your boast, being a father in itself. Uh, And as a father, para masuportahan mo yung boast na yan, you ought to work para mayroong kang pang-support sa child mo. Ikaw ang magdatrabaho para uh, magpa, para mabuhay yung mga anak mo. Ngayon, in times na kaya na magtrabaho ng mga anak mo, uh, if pinalaki mo sila out of love, in time, magbibigay yan. Magbibigay yan sa na hindi ka na kailangan manghingi. Magbibigay, magsusupport yan. Hindi mo na kailangan panghingi. Ang sinasabi ng principle ng, ng, ng Biblia, if these people, if say for instance yung mga congregants o yung mga sheep ay magbibigay uh, for the support, uh, of, for the support, that is not for the personal expense of, the pastor, of a pastor or a preacher. That is for the cost. Ibig sabihin sa gawain. Hindi para sa huran wala nang wala nang kumbaga yung 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 being a father in itself yan na mismo yung nagiging job niya be, be, being a pastor in itself yan na mismo yung nagiging job niya kung saan doon siya mismo doon siya mismo kumukuha ng salary niya which is hindi yan yung sinasabi na dapat uh, da, dapat it, even Paul even Paul uh, sa time na, nag, na, na nagkukulang siya binibigyan siya Uh, pero it doesn't mean na wala siyang pang-support sa ginagawa niya. So, yan yun. So, uh, anyway, it, uh, umahaba na yung uh, discussion ko. Yan lang yung sinasabi ko doon sa, sa, sa... Yan yung sinasabi ko dito about sa change of the law. The law that was... The, 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 the change was the priesthood and because the and because and because the the new priesthood came from the lineage of Judah uh, all the laws that that only all the laws that only levites can perform were annulled natanggal lahat yun wala yung kasama na doon yung tithes yung 10% but i'm not saying that you should not give give to the right recipient sa mga nangangailangan sa mga pwede ka ring magbigay sa church nyo pero hindi mo na hindi mo na kailangan hindi hindi na dapat nangihingi yan 
hindi na dapat pumupunta sa kongre sa sa harap para maghingi ng 10% o ikapo. Wala nang ganoon kasi si Melchizedek hindi naman nanghingi. In the same way dapat ganoon ang mga charge. So, that's it. That's uh, the end of my presentation. That's the end of my podcast, episode 6. So, again, uh, visit my website, www.showinmindwordpress.com. Nandun lahat ng mga articles na sinulat ko. Uh, uh, sa susunod ulit, uh, I will present another topic about sa thinking mind, sa think doctrines. Thank you. Thank you uh, for subscribing. Uh, I hope uh, manood kayo sa, sa, sa video at saka sa, makinig kayo sa podcast na upload ko. Thank you. Thank you to all.